When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view. Hi there, I'm Glenn Savile, and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 134 of the Always Race Day podcast. My sprite just dropped on the ground. David Gravel won the High Bank Nationals. Ton of stuff happening in dirt racing tonight. And we are back for another post-race podcast uh, for this show. I can't use words twice in a sentence. Like I was going to say for this episode. Yeah, It's been a long week. Me, uh, Connor Ferguson, uh, here with Josh Gerlach. Got it again. Nailed it. Bang. Two for two. One for one since we went to Who Hot. It's not overrated. I don't know what you sprint car fans are fucking thinking. Tell me that Who Hot's overrated. You can't find something that Who Hot you like. I don't know what the hell you eat. Not Mongolian beef or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but uh, insanely awesome weekend. Insanely fun night. Uh, almost lost a backpack to Sedalia, Missouri. Thanks a lot, Ayrton. Uh, not his fault. Definitely my fault. But thanks for Ayrton for dropping it off. Yes, <laughs> Ayrton. Ayrton's a real, real trooper. Uh, to, I I left my backpack in Ayrton's holler. Uh, buddy's with him. He lets me kind of run my own little command center out of there. It's not like my command center just me and my phone and then i have my storage in my backpack but he always it's always smooth sailing uh and i just forgot to get it before the a started because i was overwhelmed with uh you know i get overwhelmed easily we all do and i gotta remind myself not to but uh if you are overwhelmed you know what i think you should do go buy a damn car or truck yeah or suv yeah anything at the carl auto group they got it all for you right there simple clean fast genuine nice uh they won't act like a track worker uh to you that if if you walked too far up the hill they won't kick you out of the racetrack uh you know even if you're 80 years old like uh somebody tonight not saying anything no that's not me saying they're nice people at the carl auto group there are nice people at the Carl Auto Group. There are nice people at the Houston Speedway. It's a long, some, it's a long, some, it's a long week for us all. I don't even want to say some. Just one. If you know, you know. And that's if it. You know, you know. Go to the Carl Auto Group. Get yourself a new car. Appreciate them. Uh, fun thing on this on this episode, before we, we get to David Gravel's 
monumental win crazy monumental we so well, okay first off we were gonna we were talking about uh how insane the celebration would be and i i referenced brad sweet's uh king's royal where he's doing this little thing with his hands that you've never seen before and his little high voice just like oh yeah <laughs> i hope i hope you ear for you headphone people didn't get scared by that <laughs> i'm gonna try to balance the audio it's usually pretty simple it usually works uh but Tweet me if it fucks up and I'll find another process of doing it. We are going to buy a microphone soon for the YouTube videos too. Uh, it's just gotten too, too crazy with, is there a band here? Is there, you know, this and that, are you playing Dick down in Dallas? Cause I'd love to hear that in the background of the video, but maybe Nashville predators, one Nashville predator fans, won all three of them. So where was where was I getting at with gravel? Oh, gravel! Gravel got on top of his car, and I'm wait I'm waiting to see what this is about. He throws the flag, and he puts his fists up, and I'm like, is he gonna flip off the crowd? I don't know why I thought that. It just came to my head, uh, and he did the Johnny Menzel money sign, and that was just as good. Pretty, pretty good move. I will say second second best celebration behind Brad Sweets for non Knoxville Nationals uh, wins because if I was to put a top five together. Um, at Donnie's last year wasn't wasn't nothing. Well, it's just you know he's already got ten, eleven, whatever of them. So yeah, I, business as usual. I want to deliver Donnie like a custom guitar if he wins another, and have him smash it, Kyle Busch style. That's something he could do like athletic wise and like fun wise. And I would tell him like if you win, we're gonna give you this always race day guitar, and we want you to smash the fuck out of it. I think that'd be something fun. It'd probably just be like a sword. If anyone takes that idea, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Not, no, I'm not trying to, that's not a threat. Uh, whatever Spotify's rules are against that, don't take that idea. I just thought of it and it's very good and it's mine. So, uh, but yeah, like very cool atmosphere at Houston. We're going to break it all down. Um, but first we're, we're reviewing methanol moonshine. I got, you gave me the babiest fucking shot, Josh. Connor, it's three thirteen a.m. and we uh, we, yeah. part, we we were we participated in the after race party. I've partied. I've partied already, That's... but I'm trying to accurately review this moonshine. Well, so you're gonna make so, me a mixie after this. That's it, fine. I did tell so, you to pour me a small shot. And so I will. I will correct you. This is the methanol moonshine peach flavor, which is only about a month or two old. I love it. It's it, new. It is available in all Dollar Fresh stores. And it's the freshest thing in the market. You've seen Bush Light has moved from apple to peach. That's right. So a Dollar Fresh market in mm -hmm. South Dakota and Iowa. As a fruity guy, I know a lot about this peach stuff. <laughs> it's also available in liquor stores in Iowa and in Minnesota as well. Hell so, yeah. Let's, uh, we're going to give it a taste. You guys, we're going to give it a taste in a sec. You guys bring methanol moonshine to the next level. Um, I can tell you they're having no monetary value uh on what i'm saying about them right now maybe in the future don't know uh we'll see josh is helping out with them uh and he helps out tremendously with always race day he's one of my right hand men uh along with damon uh josh caleb um and noah nelson and like my team is the fucking best and like this is like a celebratory in the week and we're not done yet i'm going to off road speedway in, New in uh, nebraska what's the name of the site man alwaysracedaycom it's always race day it's always race day every day is race day you don't so, do too bad yourself too so you got to give yourself some credit so no 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 i don't need any credit <laughs> i i only, i only need credit from people i don't like it's yeah. kind of how it works 
<laughs> we got a lit long list there, but <laughs> I've been venting to Josh about everything for the past three years because he hasn't heard my racing stories and a lot of na- a lot of names have been dropped. And we're gonna have some beers with those names over the future, right. and it's gonna be a fun fun diving into like if we ever get podcasts with those people and i'm gonna ask them like how much did you hate me did this really happen that's like an after after dark yeah and i'm i'm game to do those the rest of my career you know like that the it the potential that has of like i was talking earlier if we have we had uh chase randall justin henderson Ayrton jenniton starting right next to each other in a qualifier and like one of my biggest fears is if two of our good friends uh hate each other and what the fuck i would do after that just gotta keep on keeping on man yeah i i I, most literally almost all of them i think um erickson would probably beat the fuck out of me hockey fight me or something that guy's nuts no i'm kidding he's got a good reach we found that out uh he does yeah we we tested that out we tested erickson's reach out with a little hockey fight type uh not practice little guide i don't know uh back to yeah. the moonshine though let's Cheers let's taste this weekend. moonshine well i will say this way better than hawkeye it goes down pretty uh pretty smooth it is pretty smooth but hold on it's a nice subtle peach flavor so here's the thing a lot of shots with me they go down and they taste fine and then you get the aftertaste and you're like ooh, pucker i need i need something else the aftertaste is the best part of that i don't see a chaser in sight that's a good sign no i want you to make me a mixy though pour that fill that to like there and we'll see how the how the shit really goes sounds good but yeah please if you can follow uh methanol moonshine facebook instagram and at methanol shine on twitter trying to, to grow that and uh yeah, obviously support always race day in the Carlotta group. It, uh, it's a team effort here and, uh, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Tweet the Carlotta group, let them know that, you know, uh, what we do here and that you appreciate what we do there or what we do here. Um, it sincerely like there, you don't have to hide the sound of the Sprite, Josh. They know you're making me a mixed drink and thanks to Blaine Kupka, uh, for giving us uh his five guys um that he would draft he's the only one that tweeted us today we don't even know who won yet do we no we don't we're gonna break it down live for you on the podcast right the fuck now we're gonna ask i'm gonna and i'm gonna go find blaine's tweet and i'm gonna put him in the contest and i don't know what we're gonna give anyone to win but uh, blaine at b cupka 05 um and we're gonna figure this out. Who won the Houston's draft? Um, so let's see here. I think I picked David Gravel. I fucking hope I did. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't I know think, either. I think there might have been another person in here that did that, but oh. I don't have the notes. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Well, Josh picked Buddy Kilfoyd, so that's, that's what I long. think. Yeah. Why don't you fill it up? Give it a taste first. I did not stir, so. Okay, go more shine. And then stir it up. I didn't I, want to stick my dirty fingers in your drink. Oh. I'm being polite. 
Dude, I've eaten nachos covered in dirt at the Knoxville Nationals as an eight-year-old. I think I, I think I built my COVID protection at the Knoxville Nationals when I was growing up. While you're no, put up. more moonshine in there and fill it to the top. While you're talking and then about I, I will know that I have one one cup. Speaking of buddy, absolute heartbreaker. Yeah, man. Um, if you're, I know I told you guys, don't get pissed at Toyota. I I sincerely get that. Um, can you fill the rest up with Sprite? Here, I got Sprite down here. Jeez, Josh. I'm, Josh isn't a bartender. He's a content guy. He's great at that. Oh, all right. Well, I'm fucking bad at being a bartender, too, because I just shook the Sprite up and spilt it all over the hotel floor. So We're going off the rails. This is... <laughs> this is this has been really good so far uh yeah i i know i told you guys like toyota freaking thank them for putting money in the sprint car racing they had an engine blow tonight uh with buddy leading in a, in a race that had all signs of staying green for all 40 laps there was not many drivers on the track that were just gonna bike it in and get screwed uh right off there and you know 26 laps in i think 28 uh buddy starts going in smoke and i i kind of looked at you and i josh where's uh the receiver so he can't hear shit for what i'm saying um pretty nice but and i'm like pointing at buddy and he's smoking usually when you see a car smoke like at knoxville you'll see cars smoke at the start of the race yeah it's it's usually just what oil burning yeah a lot and of times it can be that yeah. and it was not that it was a blown engine and it sucks they, um they always do say that they run the best before they go and i mean buddy was leading the way he, buddy had that race and i was telling josh as we were walking uh we parted with justin henderson and everyone's gonna see that on instagram anyway um not that we had content from it or anything but if you follow don't follow me on instagram you don't need to uh but we party with uh Anderson's guys. guys, they're fantastic. Great I guys. sincerely like the best interview in racing is Justin Henderson. There Very is, insightful. Kyle Larson's awesome. Um, like there's there's guys out there that are really freaking good. Justin Henderson listens to every damn word you say, and he will digest every word and recap it and tear it tear it completely apart and, and analyze everything. And just a super super smart guy uh and i i'm gonna i'm not gonna baby gronk his son but if he turns out to be good i he's gonna be smarter maximus maximus that's a kick-ass name i saw him sign more autographs than uh, justin tonight really yeah there we go justin said he's more popular than him already there's not a more modest guy in the pits than know, Justin right. Henderson too. So I filled that up with Sprite. I can still taste the peach methan- methanol moonshine in this little hotel cup. In and a good it, way. It's very good. And it's in a good yeah, way. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying it was a bad <laughs> way. No, absolutely not. Um, you want right. to give a rundown? So what do we got? Buddy Kofoid's P24. With David, you got P1. With Rico, you got P2. Oh, damn. Uh, you had Larson, right? Yeah, I had Larson, so I got P3. Did I have Logan? No, you got Logan. I got Logan, and that's P4, right? Yep. What was Macedo and Sweet in McFadden? Macedo was fifth. Sweet was seventh. And McFadden was 20th. Macedo was fifth. Sweet was seventh. Buddy was P24. Uh, 21. Oh, damn, that's not good for me. 
and this is off my race pass by the way yeah i'm i'm, I'm donnie was 11th and based in oh it's eighth i think buddy might hurt me here yeah, okay well i got james mcfadden that one spot better so i don't I think know. so oh shit, oh. okay so if he's one spot better who's my next oh no this is going to be close so i got third fifth fourth hold on hold on See i got three through five and seventh you got one two eight eleven twenty one i think i got this you calculating this i'm 8.6 and what were your numbers uh three yep four yep five yep seven yep 20. 7.8 hell L less than a yeah. position that's oh crazy. hold on this is blaine's yep david gravel oh sorry so one hold on so one yep um 21 okay four mm -hmm. seven okay two i think we uh we got beat that's an average finish the seventh blaine didn't have a guy taking half his pixel we suck that's what i told you like you did it congrats blaine Fuck off. This is a time for. I beat Josh. I beat the hell out of Josh at Kokomo in the World of Outlaws game today, and he's trying to get everyone away from that. So, all right, we got to talk about this race. <laughs> I did beat him. I finished eighth. Uh, he ended up pointing backwards, coming around the last turn, and then ramped it off one of the cars trying to come to the checkered flag. I don't know if his throttle got stuck down or what, but he literally ramped it out of the ballpark. I was in the mindset that I was racing for Tony. <laughs> so we, we sent it. But Man. The real guy uh, that did it was was David Gravel. That was uh, that was great. I, I, don't, I would have liked to have seen him and Buddy go at it because Buddy was ripping. And... And it did remind me of a race where you're going to see some like patience yeah. and that's what it gave you. It ended up giving you 28 laps of patience. Yep. And then there I, we I go. Mean, it was looking like we were going to have a caution free race there for a while too. And we were going to, if, if buddy's engine didn't yeah. blue, I think, um, it, it really sucked there at the end too, that we didn't really get the traffic. And I I've said this, I think I've said this already. I don't know. I'm drunk, but, uh, like bad luck. It's just bad luck for Toyota. Yeah. I promise. Just look around at stuff, and you will notice that Toyota Racing Development is investing so hard in dirt racing. And guys, I want to tell you, like, we talked to some great people. Uh, Open Wheel Updates, uh, Dawson, he runs it. We met his family today, um, some of them, some of his relatives all fantastic people yes uh one of them such a such a big fan of jason myers that when he retired from sprint car racing he was like almost done being a fan and he went to a race in the northeast and saw david and, and everyone there was a fan of david gravel and he's like i'm back in it now if you're a fan of sprint car racing go to the pits after the race and yet the outlaws do load up fast sometimes it's unfortunate it it's usually circumstances that dictate it that aren't normal yep but on a normal night go to the pits just go talk to as many drivers as you can i guarantee you will find some people that you just genuinely you hit it off with them and you're like i want to buy that guy's shit yep shirts hats shorts and shits the four shits shishes 
But no, you're right. I mean, we walked out of the pits at probably what two a.m. and there was a handful of outlaw. I was, it was still two twenty-five, and Gravel's team was still partying. Yeah, I mean they have they have two hundred fifty thousand reasons to to still be celebrating right well, now. But there's also teams that, that yeah, did Cody not have Cody told slides. me Cody told me he was driving the hauler back to the shop. Yeah, win or lose, and I don't I don't think that came to fruition. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Carter. He's David Gravel's uh, media guy. I don't want to call him a TikTok guy, but I know his TikToks fucking slap. Yeah. David has like all six thousand followers on all TikTok. of his social media is great and and know, like you see the work that yeah. gets put in in the in the infield and stuff. It's, it's, it's so awesome. we do have an interview with David on our YouTube. It's only a minute and thirteen seconds long. Uh, I had watched. I so I got back there. Uh, I found out about the backpack thing on my way there, and I was sending Victory Lane quote tweets and and stuff like that. So I didn't get there first. Understandably, um, and that's on me. Too. that's on me um but I, i'd watched him do a few interviews before that and kind of short answer uh the guy before and i said i'm gonna i'm gonna limit it to three questions he didn't short answer me once and i, I told him later on like i appreciate that very much i didn't want to keep him longer because the line of people to sign autographs was a shit ton and i know he wants to party and he even said he, he wanted to sign for the fans too. So, and if you guys you guys want a scoop or something like that, because uh, I try to give you some when you're listening to this podcast, he was still wearing the Hoosier neckband at two thirty a.m. So, can confirm he's uh, he's living the dream uh, right now, and it's fantastic to see, especially with how the billion auto car went last year uh, yeah. with getting it torn out, out of real the early. Too. Yeah. Uh, so. And we we did get an interview with uh, Cody Jacobs. Um, he's great. He's fucking awesome when he's pissed off, but he wasn't. He obviously, he wasn't pissed off. He was the opposite. Of if you off. if you think he's like, man, that guy was kind of dry. It's because everything went right. Yeah. Seriously, like that's how he he operates. He's they took care of business. He's a fantastic mind. He's one of the best crew chiefs in the sport. Um, and yeah, so it impressive when just because. Like you, you show me the my race pass thing uh, with the intervals, uh, the live timing and scoring. I'm not, anyways, uh, with like six, seven laps to go, and one of the laps, Rico took off the one you showed me three tenths of a second. Yeah, uh, on David, and David just drove away. Yep. And it's he, yeah. Did he make a mistake on that lap? Probably. I you know it's tough to see at houston's where we were watching and that's signal based um we did talk to todd Quirin tonight he said he was working on that yep um so that heard the feedback good news and, and to make it better yep that's just good news flat out now this year's signal also from me in the infield leaps and bounds better than last year leaps yep. and bounds it started off really poorly and i was really pissed off and you know you have a guy that is just in charge of opening a gate and letting people walk by him without saying anything and you know that guy got me in a pissed off mood but after that i'm good yeah uh and you can tell that todd's committed to making this bigger and you can yes you can very genuinely a nice guy when, when you can talk to him in in a good setting that you know yeah. There doesn't need to be egos involved and in, in stuff like that. Um, but also goes a long way to just be nice to people. Uh, I just wanted to say that one thing about that. Yeah. That dude, uh, 
I don't know, maybe, maybe had a mustache that could be described as handlebars on a motorcycle. And uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know. There's some people that it's like, hey, you know, everything would be better if you weren't here. So that's all I'm saying. He didn't, I didn't get anything said to me. Uh, I just saw this kind of helpless 80 year old man that, you know, kick him out of the racetrack. People's got, they have jobs to do. Don't, as well, don't so. go after Husits or Todd Queering or anything like that. This is, that was no. one guy, one thing. And that's all I'm going to say about him. Uh, I'd say something to him if I wasn't afraid he was going to kick me out for no reason. But I did want to say that on here at least. So I said it and I got it out for one, at least on one platform. And I know hopefully the right person hears it and hopefully something not losing his job or anything, but it's like, Jesus Christ, man, there is a way calm the fuck down. There is a way to treat people. And yeah, there's uh, I was at Tulsa and Chili Bowl and there's a lady walking down the middle middle of the midway and josh is pointing out the results to me and I, we gotta get the results we let me even, let me do this real quick down. there's a lady going through the midway yelling at people fucking asking for arguments and she's wondering why she's getting bitched at well it's because you're looking for people to yell at and argue with and it's that's not the way to act at a fucking racetrack especially if you're an employee of the track but that's me um so here's uh some results from the race uh david gravel takes the win over rico abreu uh i don't have it on the top of my head Fifty thousand for a second hundred thousand for a second uh, i can tell you one second yeah i have it on i made the damn whole graphic yeah so two hundred fifty thousand to first fifty thousand to second 25 Ka- grand yep. to third fifteen thousand to fourth and then and ten thousand yep. to yeah. fifth so Kyle Larson uh, ended up getting third. Uh, Logan Schuhart fourth. Carson Macedo in fifth. In uh, the rest of the top ten is Gio Salzi, Brad Sweet, Spencer Basin, Corey Elias, and Jacob Allen. Uh, Donnie Schatz ended up eleventh at the end of the week. That's a uh, damn good result for the week he's had. Uh, pretty, pretty nuts. Um, but we're going to talk uh, real quick about B- Brad Sweet. Josh has thrown me off on this episode. Uh, Brad Sweet passed 15 cars uh, in the A, went from 22nd to 7th. Uh, it turned into a bit of a caution um, fast, and it, it, Brad got up there, but he ultimately no one had a chance to win. Gravel's motor was so fast, and that's why like the buddy thing is so interesting. Um, in terms of what they would do against each other and i mean you never know how it it is a 40 lap race it's a long race but it's also a short track too um you could tell early on that it was a it was a pretty fast track still uh i think we had heard somebody said that that they were turning almost as fast as laps as they've have all year at houston's yeah um early in the or after the rain tonight and i mean they were they were keeping pace but you never know how much people are holding back as well with with lap traffic and stuff but i mean yeah buddy buddy was there but gravel was right with him and and you know logan kind of shot his shot as well a, a couple times and rico was coming there too um i i really wish we would have had the traffic there at the end there was there was that late yellow with like what seven to go eight and and we never got traffic after that so that was unfortunate but overall i'm talking with todd as well the, the track was great all week you know they, they did a good job the track prep crew and in, in my opinion i agree with that as well 
there was no rubber and we had racy racy races at the end of the night which is what everybody wants i think 13 we or thursday we saw rubber yeah but it, it I wasn't do think that but it wasn't it didn't go to the extreme to where it was locked down in one lane no it and that's kind of a testament to the drivers we saw on the racetrack yep and and you i mean i think we touched on it too then um you know drivers say the racing is is about as good as it gets right before it lays the rubber so yeah absolutely um and it's just so damn impressive how good that motor was you're all about that motor aren't you i i truly think like um and i i've talked to a few people around this week and and one of them said david gravel has a very knowledgeable guy former crew chief um i'll just say that and that's it for good um, for some good world of outlaws yeah teams. some very good world of outlaws teams i think he won a championship or two uh but the he said the best motor program in the entire country is david gravels yep. and i think he proved why tonight i and also called that he's should be the favorite in the uh, you know a month and a half down in knoxville as well yeah and how can you argue against that right now it's going to be interesting but you you have to go out and deliver every race no mistakes yep big thing about the knoxville nationals uh format and everything like that then the Houston's one and i love the Houston's format i do uh it literally this whole week was cream cream to the top and that's exactly what you want don't bitch about boring heat races don't bitch about boring qualifier like in the qualifier thing you know it's going to be locked down because of how they're prepping the track justin henderson says well i'm going to go make my move on lap two and going into turn one of the first fucking qualifier the whole damn night and he puts himself in the show and it's got your five thousand you know like you said you have to make your move and, and commit to it you yeah, know, there, there was some some tempers that flared a little bit. You know, Brian Brown and Austin McCarl, they they were very close on the racetrack. You know, I don't know how the hell Shel- Austin. I don't know how the hell Austin got from the out of turn four and still got it to turn one, <laughs> staying. I think that that cost him transferring uh, from his heat, and obviously he transferred from the B, uh, but. I mean, you saw, you know. it's always what could have been um and he's he's had some bad luck leading and, and being up front in some big races uh but racing that, 250 anything i don't think it's been said lately from austin but he's really coming into his own uh with the team he has and, and what he has around him so results may not show right now but they now keep putting themselves in positions yeah to capitalize and yeah he's he's up there it's not like a weird thing to see austin mccarl up there and his paint scheme kicks ass his paint scheme is one of the damn but it reminds me of steve kenzer's paint schemes with different colors you know it's it's great it's been around for a while uh i do want to say uh the gauge polker bag thing uh used a uh, I don't know the entire right side of his car into riley goodnow it was aggressive and uh it's what you gotta do and just to make just trying to make the beat i don't think it was aggressive in a way of like i'm gonna go and like bump this guy to get this spot i think he rode it up too high and didn't anticipate how close riley was to him uh and the guys like i i've never even talked to the kid i'm not there's no reason for me to defend him um so if you're like super pissed about it I don't. I, I would. I would just let me. No, let me. Let, I'm doing the Kanye West thing right now, and let me finish. But 
so if you're like super pissed about that, I get it. Uh, I think I've said my take about Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon kicking guys ass when they were 11 and 12, that age doesn't matter. Um, and the old guys do the same shit the young guys do on both sides of that argument. So it's really fucking moot to me to that point. But uh, I don't think he meant to do that. And Riley Goodnow took it. And Riley Goodnow took it from Cody Island, and Riley Goodnow took it from every motherfucker on the track this week. I feel for Riley. Seriously, he got driven like a fucking asshat all weekend by other people, and it not to any fault of his own. Not to I don't I don't know. Like I'm kind of at a crossroads in my head right now. Do you need Riley Goodnow to go like wreck three people on purpose to not do that to him? Is that what needs? Because like, what the fuck are we like? I don't. Th- I think it's a non-issue. Expect to be honest with you. No, I think you're, it is. But raised- but Riley Riley gets cleaned out, misses the I, transfer. I disagree that he got be- cleaned out though. That he. What do you mean? They bumped wheels. There. You know. No, Gage Polker back almost rode him into the wall, and he got out of the gas. I mean. Sheldon Hottenshield wrecked Carrie. Sheldon Hottenshield wrecked three cars tonight. Yeah, and his but, own. But you're going like, you know, Gage was not going to race for the transfer. I'm not saying it's like to, stuff to that doesn't to, happen. I'm saying right. I'm saying Riley Goodno has been driven dirty three or four different times this week over a course of four nights. And what I'm asking is, it's a budding crown jewel race. And no time out here. After Gage wrecked him, they have scratches. Didn't wreck him though not wrecked them, sorry after gage got into him they have scratches in the b so riley's allowed to start the b yeah. main and riley raced him clean i don't think he even passed him yeah he because raced him as clean and that's what that's the character that gage, riley has because gage's move was fine i think you could ask anybody in the pit area what gage did was fine i don't he, think it was fine did. i think if i did that to you in the world of allies game you'd be like what the hell you're putting my right rear it's on my video, but it's a that's not that's a video game like i oh okay I, we, we definitely disagree on this I think you could talk, Riley, I mean, Riley would probably agree. He wasn't pissed in the pit area from what I saw as well. And maybe I'm more talking about the moves the last three nights. I mean, there's just been, there's just been like Riley has gotten the short end of the stick. And you have to think about it as Gage though. Gage Gage is a 16 year old. No, it's definitely, we need to talk about the prelim night stuff instead of the Gage thing. Well, cause I'm not, I'm not pissed at Gage. I think we're losing. And I think Gage is fine as well. Like we're, you know, you're good. What David Gravel is... It's methanol moonshine is doing some weird shit to your head. It's, it's, no, it's firing you up. I think we're, we're losing the point here. David Gravel has now won 250 grand at the Houston's High Bank Nationals. He's won the Knoxville Nationals. Yep. The resume that that guy's putting together yeah. is pretty damn impressive. And I think like that's something that we need to start looking at. What's he missing right now? He's missing a World of Outlaws Championship. And he's still in the mix. And Very much I think so. he made a statement this week. He had two seconds by less than a quarter of a second. And he won, and he was competitive last night too. That too is is a factor, and it's going to be a factor the rest of the year. Yeah, and Cody talked about that tonight. Uh, just what it takes to, and uh, you know, it is interesting because you have rather than just the Kings Royal and the Knoxville Nationals being the two big ones, you have a third big one thrown in, and they're all about a month apart. And the tricky thing is, is they're really only three weeks apart because. This week it's what we're June twenty fourth. Is that the day? Uh, yeah, it was on Saturday. next month. Yep. It's July fifteenth, and the month after it's like August eleventh or twelfth. And, and it just with, keeps with creeping iron, up with, on you a little bit. With the the Iron, iron Man, Man sprinkled in there, and then the Cappy, and then we're at the Nationals. Yeah, I mean, 
We're, don't we're act, in don't, it, act, in don't act like the Cappy is a race you got to get a motor prepared for. Well, but you can argue that that is the mo- the most competitive field of the year because you have anywhere from 70 to 80 I've cars. I've seen that. I disagree. I mean, you have 70 or 80 of the best cars there. It's, fine. it's a Budweiser shootout. I don't think the guys would agree with that in the pit area. We'll ask him, and we'll we'll get to the bottom of it. But yeah. here's here's my deal. You're but, we're gonna, a, but we're a Houston, so you're going to no no no. We need to talk about this weekend. Can I do this in thirty seconds? That's you're going to yeah. It is a lot to ask for me. <laughs> you're going to race for four nights, attend hopefully two. Hopefully you only run two nights, but you're going to race over a course of four days for the biggest race of the year for the Super Bowl on Sunday. With Monday and Tuesday as your off day, especially if you race on Wednesday. So with two to three off days, are you going to race differently in a race that doesn't pay points, that doesn't necessarily have a massive purse? You're going to race way differently than you would at a normal World of Outlaws show where it's a normal night of racing and you're just doing your thing and you're at you're at knoxville you're trying things you're getting ready for nationals it's not the most competitive field of the year because of the aspects of what every team there is trying to do to get ready for nationals it is such a different like yeah sure there's 70 guys there they're trying to do things and and win but they're they're taking swings at setups on sunday of the, of but, the but that doesn't mean that it's any less competitive but it, well, my point is yeah it's never we, less we, competitive. We can, we can talk about that when the time comes though too like we you just don't we, want to talk you want to go to sleep no we've talked about you're giving up on me here no we need to eyes really rolling <laughs> we're in houston dude this this stuff is fucking sick <laughs> love this methanol moonshine what uh what else we got? Tyler Courtney. He passed a lot of cars the last two nights. Plus 16 yeah, last night, plus eight tonight. Got passed to uh, they, they end made, up having to run the B main and ended up passing Brad Sweet, which yeah. is impressive. And it's all right of, in the they B. made a lot of gains. For, and I think he even mentioned that in the, the interview. And it was in a B main well. that there was not a lot of passing. Yet. Right. Right. Yeah. So that, that was an impressive um in its own right uh, i i guess that tonight was the largest crowd ever in houston speedway history i believe it it was a jam-packed house and the, the stands were damn near full two hours before hot lap started that was awesome like and we t- like we said we talked to todd and he's fully committed to making this thing even bigger and better yeah which is, which is great i mean you see a lot of these big late model shows and seeing the love and, and purses and stuff come up for sprint cars I think that's you know this wasn't high limit but that's what kyle and brad are trying to, to to drive and it seems like it's beginning to work which is is great for the sport and yeah that's the thing is uh everyone wants to bring up that rivalry and what do they say competition breeds results i don't even think that's the right saying but i'm halfway there you said it so, with conviction, so i did i did somebody has said it even if it's you uh, <laughs> I think uh, Josh is hammered. He just dropped his phone. He uh, gave, at least gave it, me shit. At for least it. it wasn't in the toilet, Connor. I dropped my phone twice this week. One was in the toilet. The other, I dropped it and I ripped my uh, earplugs apart. Uh, but luckily, there was an aglet there. Learned that from Phineas and Ferb. Shout out to them. Uh, got it put back together. All good. Fuck. I forgot what I was saying. You're just you're all over the place tonight. 
I am, but you get me on a roll, I'll get on a roll. I'll roll the dice down. Just like high limit. There we go. I'm back in oh, it. Oh, God. And I rhymed. Here, Talk about the best 10 seconds go. of podcasting I've ever had in my life there. Uh, but yeah, everyone wants to talk about this rivalry and they hate each other and there's this and that. And like I told Chase Rodman, he did a great job with the race day live stuff. He's really, really grown as a, I don't want to call him a TV analyst. Um, not because Dirt Vision isn't TV, but because it's I, kind of an old term. And I don't want, no, like there's some TV analysts that really don't do that word justice. And I, I genuinely think him as a on-camera personality has grown so much since he started. Uh, just like the conviction is in his voice and uh how he's able to relate to these guys and stuff and and even the chemistry him and johnny have is great yes absolutely and um he was like yeah everything was good except you know the controversy thing and i said that was the best part (laughs) because you watch the clip and you're like that was it that's what these people are fucking lighting fireworks off for and it's like man I get it. There's there's pretentiousness in the rule, and there's stuff like that. And we did the Pepsi and Coke uh, comparison yesterday. It's just a fun little deal, and um, really, it what High Limit has done is kind of light a fire on everyone's asses of flow to get into. And it's probably not directly related, but since that all kind of started flow has gotten into documentaries dirt vision has improved their product uh very immensely and a lot of that is chase's uh growth as an individual there uh, as well um in the the extra cameras they bring in like houston's looks so i told you guys this this week it looks so sexy on the big screen that i there's i'm sure if you i don't you probably see me on the Dervision camera because uh, we were turn we were standing in turn four and uh, big shot. people were texting me and Michaela and uh, yeah I was getting Snapchats and stuff but uh, humble brag there's sometimes where I was like the leaders passing me in turn four and I'm watching the fucking camera rather than watch him in front of me because it's like he's gonna come around and i can't see him over the safety trucks and stuff like that and the medstar team uh and what great job they've done uh this Thankfully, week they didn't have to do a lot of work no not not at all uh yeah and that james mcfadden i guess tim kading um this the only other thing i have from tonight is uh, i guess tim kading's throttle got sucked down from what I heard, uh, when McFadden was on top of him. So it looked like what I, what I told Justin was I've never seen a car on top of another car stay there for that long. And I was waiting for either of them to start fighting with each other. Uh, cause I didn't know what happened when well, TK jumped out. Really so I didn't quick. assume Sheldon was the cause. Uh, but yeah, so in, you know, obviously TK got it. TK finished the race with a wing that was a. I I looked at you and I was like, they're gonna let him race with that wing. And he got back up to fifteenth too. <laughs> he he had like there is a strip of his wing that's like flapping in the wind. I'm like, dude, if that goes on the track and the leader shreds the tire there, yeah, but it didn't. And and thank God. <laughs> but in me as a like, if I was a promoter, I'd I'd be like, if that was what shredded the leader's tire and putting them back in the front. And then I'm causing a big controversy with the dirt fans. I think it should be where you're at on the track. When the caution comes out, uh, like it is in NASCAR, it's probably a good argument for a different podcast though. 
Yeah. Someone's going to be, someone's going to listen to this and be like, this Connor guy, he's really cool. He's all right. And then listen, just that take is going to send them over the edge and be like, this guy fucking sucks. Well, what's also funny is like, it was the same type of situation that uh, Chase Elliott had and didn't uh, get, get penalized for. So at least, at least we have some consistency here. So yeah. You want to talk about firing people up? I might get some reactions. At least you're original with your Chase Elliott stuff. <laughs> Chase Elliott does something dumb. It's like the most unoriginal jokes, man. It's fucking ah, uh, uh, but it's true. So no, but it uh, it it's like how Kading came. We talked to Tim Kading. This tangent's gonna be on. This no, we talked to TK. <laughs> yeah, uh, our TK, not IndyCar's TK, yes. but but our TK, genuinely awesome guy fantastic dude badass one of the best badass motherfucker his kids probably yeah his kids probably more badass than he is (laughs) he came off like a guy that doesn't know how to talk shit worth a damn in that video with brad sweet i told brad before the races and i said one good luck but two you came off like the guy who knows how to chirp way better that's invaluable to me here's how you can tell if you just say okay well you're a pussy okay that means you didn't have a comeback and what he's saying is true and so tim did that once and also did the wah 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 so twice he admitted that what brad sweat what brad sweat what brad sweet or what brad said to him was accurate and true we need we need to stop this before i get i know you're gonna get yourself in trouble what, what's, what's, I haven't yet. I'll fight that guy I talked about earlier. What's your so? What's your final takeaway from the weekend? We were very close to talking about the summer of Buddy Kofoid. Very, yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's probably going to be a storyline you guys see. I'm gonna probably sit down and write a couple couple columns. Uh, the kid's it, legit. Genuinely. I got to go pick up my Adderall on Monday and I got to get a haircut and I got to fix my dryer. My apartment, my dryer fucking broke before this. I took all my laundry to my parents for this broke trip. Like, broke like Buddy Kofoid's motor tonight. It, it, Toyota. But that Toyota also was, was ripping all week too. It so. was, dude, that's, that is the, we were robbed of that. And we, the summer of Buddy Kofoid storyline can still go on in the summer of Rico Abreu storyline is still going to go on. And that's what really excites me for what we're going to see over the next couple months. Um, I think we're like 46 days from the Knoxville nationals. Crazy, man. It's going to be here before we know it. It's well, that's in, in 10 of those. That's days. not, that's not a multiple of seven. Is it? I don't know, but 10 of those, it's not 49, 10 of those. Is days. it 42? I don't know. I'm fucking scared. If it's 42, I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff to get ready for. And you're not one of the race teams that has a lot of travel in the country. Oh, you act like they do more stuff than me. I'm planning skits. <laughs> I got nothing. I got. Nothing. I wish we were videoing this. That'd be a great clip. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a great event. I think my my takeaway. I was going to say the same thing about Buddy, but seeing what this what this is now and the potential oh I, yeah the potential this has to grow is more than high v indycar weekend yeah we and we're talking about those two events as the the more 
you know, here's the on the rise. We're going to have a couple more crown jewels in yeah. racing. I was about to say, like, and like I said earlier, it's, it, this is a budding crown jewel. And I think it's there. Like it's 250 to win. I think it's there. I think if you could get some more fans in there. What do you, it's just the highest crowd ever tonight. What, what do, you, do you want them some, to, some do you want Brendan Mullen to hand out native nature cannabis to him? I'm, I definitely I'm, botched that sponsor name. Um, so sorry to, to Brendan, cannabis. Native Nations Cannabis. Yeah, I think so. Do you want him handing that out to all the crowds so we can get a higher crowd? Well, I think the, uh, the local authorities would not appreciate that. They don't uh, have to know. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I mean. I don't think you need a bigger crowd with that guy working the gate. Well, not right now, <laughs> but I'm just saying. You're going you're gonna to have a sold-out crowd standing next to semis watching on Blake Hans TV. You're going to get yourself uh, Watching Dervision on there. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to allude to it. But where are you going, where are you going to, uh, today? Yeah. So like we said, always race day. Yeah. Never uh, stops. You're going go, somewhere tonight. You're going to go to Off-Road Speedway. I think it's Off-Road Race. It's Off-Road Speedway. Uh, it's... Uh, down in nebraska for the world of outlaws late model race there dennis herb won tonight uh for that show do you know who won the lucas race i'm a sprint car guy yeah it's no help sprint car guy over here with josh yeah we, um, we, were, we were only at a, a race that paid 250 grand to win i, I think that that took precedence it was the firecracker 100 chris it was ricky thornton jr i should have known that because I, I liked a bunch of tweets with the year ricky thornton um yeah i think i I need him to win another big one for me to call it the year Ricky Thornton Jr. It's just tough that you're three crown jewels. Cause let's be honest, like, yeah, these these other weekend races, they're cool and all. They're they're great. They're big. If I ask you what's bigger, the Dirt Lake Model Dream or the Firecracker one hundred, I mean, even like you'd say like, oh, it's a world of outlaws, world racing group race two years ago and and you'd undercut it like that if you're chris williams but but that's fine even tonight it's the dirt lane is bigger the world 100 is bigger and the race that pays more than both of them at the end of the year that is going to be the final four in this little playoff thing they got going uh is bigger like the, so your top three races are all at eldora it it's tough for me to go yeah this one matters more um at least when my friend bobby doesn't win or my friend ricky doesn't win it right uh if everything's a crown jewel then you know nothing is a crown jewel at that point too but that's that's what i mean is like you've oversaturated eldora yeah. you only need two that you don't get three no not no nascar race has three races on the calendar you know it's you don't need three crown jewel races at eldora i hope they find a spot for one or the other i love sheppy's idea of moving the world 100 uh to what do you say kokomo i think yeah kokomo. i love kokomo i'd yeah. beat your ass at that in the playstation game tonight as i pretended to not know what he said so i could remind you of that what a way to end the podcast <laughs> right. this is probably one of my best drunk podcast performances of all time yeah there's not it depends on who who you ask nothing is going to beat this if you ask the i shouldn't say this but if you ask the guy in the backstretch he may he may disagree but oh don't get yourself in trouble saying mean things about track workers bro the the only person that can throw you out of this hotel room is not him so at least you're safe with that thanks carl auto group right damn straight carl auto group uh get down uh to the carl auto group they will set you up straight simply clean funny 
maybe they'll crack a joke. If you tell them you know always race day, and they said we're they'll if you tell them you know always race day, and that we guaranteed that they will tell you a joke, I guarantee you will have a three out of ten joke from the guy you tell that to. At least three out of ten, maybe three point five. Sources do say that they have the best new car smell. They do. They really do. And I can say that with, I got my hockey bag in the back of my car. You've been a, you need that. Josh has been like the real MVP. So like you guys, like big shout out to Josh. Cause he's made this whole weekend possible. Damon tweeted half the tweets tonight. I texted him, uh, my tweets because I couldn't get a signal, um, for the first half of the night. And for some reason after the qualifiers, something clicked and it was a lot better. Uh, and I didn't anticipate that. I don't know if people just sat on their phones or what. Um, we had a big rain delay. That didn't even really impact anything. Thankfully, uh, that was not the story of the night, too. Yeah, we yeah. We got, got to get everything in. But like you were saying, it's a team effort, you know. Just like like the, the motorsports, it's not one guy. It's, a, it's the whole group to make it possible. And I'm just glad that uh, I was able to, to have a small part. It's been fun. All right. Well, I'm going to make myself one more methanol moonshine uh, mixy, And uh, I'm going to roll my happy ass to bed and uh hopefully check out of here by 11 and get down to nebraska and we're gonna keep killing it with coverage uh we'll be there we'll be at mason city won't be at anything beyond that this week until knoxville on saturday uh with their fourth of july race but i'm super amped to uh be doing this and uh be in the midst of uh what i think is a very uh quickly growing thing so um one more real quick shout out like david gravel uh did not have to talk to me uh, definitely did not have to talk to me um, before he was signing autographs for a thousand people. Uh, so he took the time to do that. Uh, Cody Jacobs took the time to do that. We're going to get uh, David's dad on the podcast and I'm, I'm good buddies with him uh, and talking about uh, raising David and how he teached him and, and what he did and where he, I, I asked him, where do you like, where was there to race in Connecticut, like being from there in a sprint car? And he goes, fucking nowhere, Connor, <laughs> is a battle. So we're going to get him on the podcast. Um, he's super entertaining. Uh, you guys are really uh, going to love him. Um, and yeah, that's all this stuff is in the works. It's going to be, I'd like, I'd say it's going to be like an electric summer, but like it's our, it's already oh, it been, it's already been one. It's already started. So uh, electric next few weeks uh, leading up to Knoxville. And uh, I, th I think we can say we're on the road to Knoxville now. Uh, and we, we got a quick pit stop at the million, but uh, yeah, really uh, everything's leading up to Knoxville and uh, I can't wait to uh, see what comes of every race weekend from here on out. So let's go. Thank you guys for listening. Blaine, love you. Uh, you're you're a number one ranked fan um i josh betts is tied with you i i do have to say that <laughs> but everyone else is uh competing for second uh thank you guys for listening uh go tweet the carlotta group tell me you love us um tell me you fucking love us and you maybe throw four more cuss words in there uh just to show your jubilance I think that would get the point across. So appreciate you guys. Love you. Uh, we will see you. I don't know. Wednesday, probably maybe Sunday night. I, I don't know when I'm getting home, uh, but we will see you sometime next week uh, and keep up with the coverage. Tweet me anytime. Tweet me with questions, comments, whatever concerns. Uh, but yeah, just, I can't say thank you enough. So I got to end now because I've said it 17 times. And I think you're tired of it. So love y'all. <laughs>